Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. This is Doug Payton from Consider This Podcasting at ctpodcasting.com, and you are listening to Two Dudes and a Ness. Hey, Justin. What's up, man? Yeah. Oh yeah. What we're doing now? Oh yeah, that's your response to my ninja attack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mhm. Exactly. Okay. Your karate right. job. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> it was really effective, I guess, huh? Yeah. Mhm. How often do karate chops get used in karate? I don't know. They chop. It seems wood. like that's one of the things. That's one of the things they talk about all the time. But do they actually chop a lot? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say yes. A lot of chopping. A lot of chop. Like karate, it's, it, like you're practicing with a sword, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyways, the reason I tried to chop you is because uh, we're talking about Ninja Gaiden today, or Ninja Gaiden, yeah. or Ninja yeah. Gaiden, however you want to say it. We Some people will say out. you have to say it as Gaiden, right? Gaiden. So Some people say you have to say Ninja Gaiden. Mm-hmm. Some people say, no, you can say Gaiden. What yeah. I want to know, and this is the question of the day, which would you rather be in, a Gaiden or a Gaiden? If you're going <laughs> to be in a den, which den would you rather be in? Hmm, that's interesting. A guide-in or a gate-in? I'm going to go guide-in. I don't know. What do you so think? You want to be in a, a den full of guys? I guess. I'm going to go with gate-in because it sounds like a really happy place to be. Yeah. Everybody's having All a gay right. old time. You know? All right. Okay. It's Christmas. It, you know, this episode's releasing close to Christmas. All those it's Christmas gay old songs. Time. Yeah, talk about right. gay old times. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Now that, uh, are you ready for a uh, a, st- a strategic encounter and the fight of your life? Sure. <laughs> is that, <laughs> yeah, the, is, that is that the history segment? Yeah. Well, it's it, that's what it says on the box. Yeah. Strategic encounter and the fight of your life. Hmm. How about some history? All right. That one. That joke fell on deaf ears. So, <laughs> 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 so we're we're just. Me, we're both reciprocating each other's jokes very well today. 
Yeah, you know, it's it's pitch and catch, pitch and catch. Yeah, exactly. Actually, just a couple. Points. Okay. And now here's Justin's historical tidbits and trivia. Right. Anyway, so Tecmo was the developer for this game. Uh, everybody knows Tecmo as far as you know, especially the Tecmo Bowl and Tecmo Super Bowl. But they also developed this very, very popular game. And the designer being Hideo Yoshizawa and Masato Kato. I feel like I did those pretty well. Yeah, not bad. I hammered those out pretty well. So this is a. It was developed uh, in December of 1988 in Japan under the name Ninja Ryokinden, which literally translates to Legend of the Dragon Sword. And uh, it was it was released and developed at the same around the same time as the as the arcade version, which was more of a beat 'em up. But this was more of a uh, uh, platform game, you know. Um, Did I guess you ever it's play a the arcade different. version. Has Never played the arcade game? version. It's no. pretty it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I, I used to love it, it as a kid. They had it at Dollywood. Yeah. Did the? Uh, huh? Go ahead. Was it a lot different? Yeah, it, it was a beat 'em up, like you said. It was it was yeah. like a really old style beat 'em up, though. It wasn't it wasn't like Turtles in Time or anything. It was mm-hmm. it was really kind of uh, I don't know. It was almost a side scroller and a beat 'em up at the same time. Hmm. It's it, interesting. It was interesting. Yeah. yeah. The, the one thing I remember most, and well, first of all, I remember playing it at uh, Dollywood, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. But the, I'm going to show a picture to everybody here. The one thing I remember the most about this arcade game, and I don't know why they had it in Dollywood, but was the continue screen. And let me see if I can screen share this. Kids, cover your eyes. It's pretty brutal. <laughs> you see that? Uh, it's still coming up here, so... Okay. Oh, Wow. Yeah. What in the world? <laughs> They've got him tied down. Going on here, yeah. And there's a buzz saw like working its way down to his chest as the timer wow. ticks down. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. Pretty scary. Yeah. So but yeah, that's that's the arcade. Okay. Well, that's interesting. So anyway, so according to the developer Masato Kato, I like that name, Masato mm-hmm. Kato. The term ninja was gaining a lot of popularity in uh, North America. You know what else was gaining popularity that had to do with ninjas in North America at this time? What time? 1987? 88. 89. 89. Yeah. Uh, ninja Turtles? Exactly. Yeah. So ninja, ninja was actually was gaining a lot of ground here, so they wanted to use that. Uh, they wanted to develop a ninja-related ninja NES game. Uh, and uh, they developed it along with the same time that the arcade version was created. And so it was developed and directed, like I said, by Hideo Yoshizawa and uh, was uh, Masato Kato's first full-time project as a video game developer. And apparently they drew a lot, uh, Yoshizawa drew a lot of inspiration from Mario in this game. And it's still a little hard for me to say the name Mario right now. Uh, yeah. Brings back a lot of a lot of sad, sad feelings. But anyway, um, and uh, they wanted it to be a platformer instead of a beat 'em up, 
and they used the gameplay they also actually modeled it after was Konami's Castlevania. Did you yes. feel like it felt anything like Castlevania? It feels almost exactly like Castlevania. Yeah. It's okay. a little bit faster, but yeah, it yeah. feels a lot like Castlevania. And so with the protagonist Ryu being equipped with katana-like dragon sword, shurikens, and ninpo techniques, such as firewheels. Um, so anyway, um, they also one thing about this game is they put in a lot, they wrote and designed a lot of, of cutscenes. And uh, Yoshi, it was because Yoshizawa wanted to place a real emphasis on the story. Which is something the arcade game obviously didn't. Which, you know, arcade, which is understandable. Arcade games really can't. I don't think really need to go into a lot of story, a lot of background. Right. But anyway, so they put in over 20 minutes of cinematic cutscenes, which is one of the first times this ever happened for an NES game. Uh, and Tecmo called the cutscene system Tecmo Theater. <laughs> and uh, it revealed, of course, storylines between the acts. And also introduced characters such as Irene Law, Walter Smith, and Jack Cow. You know, I, was gonna, I had a lot to talk about on the mm -hmm. uh, in the cutscene front. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'm going to wait till the gameplay, but this seems as good a time as any. Uh, I thought the cutscenes were amazing. And I thought mm -hmm. the translation to English was also amazing. Yeah. Compared to other, you know, games. The the story is really cool, and we can talk about the story more when we talk about the gameplay. But it's told through all these cutscenes, and they're really, really well drawn, and they're they're animated. Some yeah, well, they're anime. Yeah, they use a lot of anime. And yeah, anime. Uh, I was saying that they're right. animated. Right. But, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, and and like I said, the story's good, and the cutscenes don't just happen at the end of the level or at the, mm -hmm. before another level. Sometimes they're they're stuck in the middle. Like when you hit a certain spot, which I thought was really cool and really interesting. That's something you just never saw on an NES game. So, anyways, <laughs> that's history. Well, here's, yeah, that's awesome. Well, here's a here's a little interesting thing. Um, the the game uh, has, a, has a glitch in it um, that was left in it, uh, according to Masato Kato. When losing to any of the final three bosses in the game, the player is sent back to the beginning of the sixth act. That is actually a glitch that uh, they just decided to leave in. So. Oh, man. I hate those guys. <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, there's also... Uh, the, the game's text was stored in picture files instead of raw computer text, and because of NES hardware... Limitations. The English text needed to be very clear and concise to fall within those limit limitations. Many times, different words with the same meaning, but less, but with less characters, had to be used. All symbols and objects were scrutinized by the Nintendo of America. This is what I thought was interesting. Who had specific rules on what could be included for North American releases? For instance, any satanic, Christian, or any other religious, sexual, drug-related references were not allowed. I don't think that this game had any, but I just thought that was interesting. I could see maybe having some satanic stuff in it, potentially. Because the demon statues and all this stuff. It, get, it gets yeah. pretty dark there for a minute. Yeah. Anyway, so in, in early 1988, advertisements began showing up in Nintendo Fan Club News. And uh, Tecmo used the name Dragon Ninja as a tentative title. They decided to go with Ninja Gaiden 
when the game was released in March of 1989, and the story, the title literally meant Ninja Side Story. Uh, anyway, so according to the interview, the developer Masato Kato, the staff determining how to translate Ryokinden into English, went went with Ninja Gaiden because it sounded cool. It does so. sound cool. Now, Gaiden means side story? I guess. Oh, man. Yeah, it's kind of lame. Lost, lost a little of its flair there. Yeah. So, and in Europe, the game was scheduled to be released in September 1990, but was delayed, uh, delayed for a year, and was retitled Shadow Warriors, uh, just like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was renamed Teen- Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles as ninjas were considered a taboo subject in Europe. <laughs> so, no ninja stuff over here. Uh, over there. Over there. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Don't be pretending like you're in Europe. You didn't know I moved, I moved to Europe. <laughs> Might as well. You're almost in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, because it's really similar to Europe. Um, the game was unveiled in, at the 1989 International Winter Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, and its display featured a demo of the game and a live person dressed as a ninja. Huh? That's cool. Yeah. So anyway, it's obviously one of the most well-received games, one of the most popular games. This was voted on by the D-Padders and our Facebook page for us mm-hmm. to talk about. People have been asking for us to do this game since... We started this show, essentially. And um, it's, I'm shocked uh, that we didn't have a guest like begging to be on the show. For I know. Time. I know. It's, uh, and from July to October 1989, the game was listed at number one on Electronic Gaming Monthly's top ten video games list. It fell to number two on the list behind Mega Man 2 in the following November issue. So... Oh. And uh, just a little bit more, Best of Worst in 1989, it received awards for Best Game of the Year for the NES and Best Ending in a Video Game for all consoles. So, Wow. And I could go on with a lot more accolades that it uh, received, but uh, I'm going to kind of wrap it up because we could be here all day with everything that it's received and, and done. So, um, anyway, wow. yeah. So is this, this is a game I've got a feeling you just had. This is not going to be a quest. No, this one's not a quest. And now, Michael's quest to find the cart. Yeah. Unfortunately, no huge sweeping story about my ninja adventures to get this game or anything. Although, mm-hmm. I guess I can make one up. Maybe I should start making things up. <laughs> I've had this game since I was a kid. I don't remember when I got it as a kid. <laughs> I uh, I think it was that time I went and trained to ninjutsu at the uh, ITT Tech when I was seven yeah. years old. Uh huh. And uh, once you reached triple black belt, they give you this game. And they take you hunt. You take it home. They say in order to get quadruple black belt, you have to beat this game. Uh huh. Yeah. So needless to say, I'm still just a triple black belt. <laughs> That was my next. That was my follow-up question. But <laughs> where's your quadruple back flag, though? But it, it's still uh, sitting in the NES, waiting to be beat. Yeah, to so never beat this game, huh? No. 
But yeah, no, I honestly I don't know how I got it, but I had it when I was a kid. Probably got it from neighbor kid. Neighbor kid, Christmas. Birthday. Yeah, could could have been Christmas, birthday, neighbor kid. Maybe it was money saved up from hauling wood. Maybe it was a birthday present from neighbor kid. Ooh, could have been a birthday present from neighbor kid. Could have been a birthday present to neighbor kid that I never actually gave to him. And just kept it yourself. Yeah, yeah. I just gave it myself. Could have been. Or gave it to him and then just took it back a couple months later. Yeah, that could have been that too. Mm-hmm. I don't it's know. funny. It'd be funny. Well, I know I gave you this for your birthday, but I'm actually just going to take it. Right. I really like this game, and I, I shouldn't have gave it to you for your birthday. <laughs> I realize now I made a huge mistake, and um, I'm going to have to rectify that mistake by taking this game back. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well. I guess we'll, we'll move on the to game. the gameplay. Yeah. yeah. All right. How about I got a, a feeling you've got a lot of talk about in the I game. do. I do. I also have something pretty fancy. A manual? A manual. Yes. Yes, Sweet. sir. And this is, like I said, this is this has become, like, my favorite part of the show. Really? You see, I asked I asked everybody online and, and on our social media if the, if we should keep doing this segment. I didn't know if it was if it was, if it was a hit. The game discussion, it or not, mm-hmm. and we got pretty much a resounding one hundred percent yes. Keep doing it. So I'm gonna keep doing. Yeah. It. Yeah. <clears throat> Should I read this prologue? Please. It looks awesome. Let me, get my, let me get my theater voice on for Tecmo Theater. Okay. <clears throat> The wind howls as the two dueling ninjas glare at each other in the moonlight. Though these men seem like little more than shadows in the air, the moonlight reveals just for an instant a glint of light that proves to be the end of the contest. Ken, head of the Hayabusa clan, which has for generations been the guardian of the dragon sword, is defeated. Ken's son, Ryu, or you, or Ryu, or however you pronounce it. I'm going with Ryu. I like Ryu, but I'm pretty sure it's like Ryu. Anyways. Ken's son, Ryu, because that's the way I want to pronounce it. After learning of his father's defeat, finds a letter. In it, Ryu is told that if his father does not return, he must take the secret dragon sword and go to America. Ryu (laughs) senses danger awaiting him in America. What will the fate? What will be the fate of Ninja Ryu? Now wait a minute. I got a this this grammatical error here. Shouldn't the question mark be in front of the exclamation mark? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Is that really how matter? that works? I think Does that's really how that matter? works. I don't. I don't. I. You're you're asking somebody. Okay, first of all, you are part of this too. But you're asking somebody who pronounced <laughs> who, who the name of their show is Two Dudes and A. Now, okay, of course it's an S, but anybody yeah. who just looks at it sees Two Dudes and A, and they think NES. So it looks like Two Dudes and A NES. Well, so. just a couple of hex down in Tennessee. <laughs> we, don't know how to do. we don't know. We don't do English good. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, here's they took run, a, what? <laughs> run, yeah, they do. They do talk a little bit about their Tecmo theater in the manual, mm-hmm. and tell you. Uh, 
how that works. Yeah. And they teach you some moves here. The wall spring jump, which is a very good tactic in this game. Mm-hmm. They show you your little heads-up display. Doomer Flotchy here is full of a bunch of... That, that's pretty... There's a lot of junk up there at the top of the screen. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. there is. It, it's really confusing sometimes. Might be the only complaint I have for this game. Yeah, it's it's really jumbled. Yeah. So, right. there's that. Then they show you some power-up stuff. We'll come back to the menu when we start talking about certain things, like the power-ups and whatnot. Okay. So, thoughts on this game? Uh, I found this game to be hard. And I, I know you kind of talked about it on Facebook this week, that uh, you thought that it was a little bit easier sitting down to play it this week than you remembered it as being a, a, a child. That was before I, I made it to World 6, but go ahead. I almost feel like it's just as hard. Now, I will put a disclaimer in there. I didn't have a whole lot of time to play it this week. A lot of going-ons right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, in my world, um, but uh, when I did sit down the play it, I was like, I don't, I don't see this being any easier than <laughs> I remember it being. Um, but I thought, I mean, it's one of those games that it's, it's hard, but it's not too hard. It's not so hard that it's like I don't even want to play this game, you know? Mm-hmm. Because it um, last week when we were talking about, you know, Swamp Thing, of course, Swamp Thing had a lot of issues, but. It was so hard, you just didn't even want to play it. Uh, but this game's different. It's hard, but you, you still want to keep playing it. Right. It's it's hard, but you feel like... It's one of those... We've talked about it before. It's one of those games you feel like it's your fault. Like, you could have done better, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, you don't feel like it's impossible. You feel like, why didn't I just jump right there? I'm idiot. Mm-hmm. God, you know? It's almost like a puzzle game because there's certain parts where you have to do a certain thing, like mm-hmm. jump and slash or jump and throw a throwing star mm-hmm. or something. I mean, there may be two or three approaches, but there's not, you know, there's not a million different ways to do it. You, there's two or three different ways you can do it, and you have to figure out which one of those ways is the is the correct approach. Yeah. Because there's parts where, you know, you'll have enemies... Say you'll have an enemy sitting on a ledge, and he's shooting a gun at you. Mm-hmm. Well, you also have this bird flying at you at the same time. And then you mm-hmm. also have this guy running at you from behind. And this happens every time you get to that part. So the first time, you die. It's like, oh, crap. So I, I right. didn't do it right. Then the second time, you're like, well, maybe I can try this. And you try it, and you die. So it's like, oh, mm-hmm. that wasn't right either. So eventually, though, you try it, and you do it right. And then... The next time you play the game, you remember how you did that part, and you make it past that part, and then you get to another one of those parts. Mm-hmm. So I see it kind of as like a puzzle platformer, almost, because yeah. you're trying to figure out exactly what you need to do. It's one of those, and it, it's almost like the frustrating part of games like that, is you have to, you almost have to die in order to learn how to do things. You, know, you it's not die something to live. Right, exactly. But you can't just you're probably not just going to be able to figure it out. You have to be able to... Uh, you have to learn from your mistakes. Let's say it. An important life lesson from the folks over at Techno. That's right. Now, let's let's talk a little bit about these frustrations of the game. What makes it frustrating and hard? One of those things is 
obviously getting surrounded by enemies and mm-hmm. birds that come swooping in. Mm-hmm. But part of that is because of the, there's a there's a distinct knockback when you get hit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I, you know, I'm sure they're not evil masterminds over at Tecmo, but maybe they are. But it seems like it, the gaps, the distance between the gaps mm-hmm. is perfect for that knockback. Mm-hmm. And they set the enemies perfectly so that if you don't do the part just right and you get hit, then that knockback sends you right into the gap. And you right. <laughs> Exactly. So maybe they yeah. are evil masterminds, I don't know, but... I, that's interesting. I wonder if there is like a they did that on purpose. I mean, I know there are certain parts of the game that they designed to happen a certain way, just mm-hmm. to make it hard for you to be, get past that part. You know, right? I mean, I shared a did few. They... I shared a few videos on Instagram and stuff throughout the week of parts I would come to that just seemed ridiculous. That mm-hmm. you know, like there was one part in particular where there was a there was an army man shooting a gun. And there was yeah, a, I remember this one. Yeah, there was a. I guess it's a football player. <laughs> for some reason, <laughs> it seems so random. Yeah. yeah, that would run and jump over the army man, and then like right in front of you. So you had like this cascading waterfall of, of football never-ending player. football players. <laughs> yeah, and mm-hmm. at the same time, you also have a gun bullet flying at you. So right. there's just a itsy bitsy tiny window that you have to jump through the football players and. Either over the or over the bullet or before the bullet gets shot again, and it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, just and, like, and it's one of those parts also where if you get hit trying to do this jump, you're going to get knocked back into the hole. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's it's almost ridiculous uh, to pile it on like that. But also, I would almost say kudos to them because that's a design. I think there's a design to make it really hard where you have to figure it out it's not just a thrown together game you know that uh things just happen kind of you know going back to again to kind of compare it to and it's it's hard to it's kind of almost making a straw man argument to compare it to to swamp thing but just going back to swamp thing swamp thing feels like it's just a, a random array of things you're just going you're just kind of working your way through and there's no real rhyme or reason and then this one, it's like they've really put it together very nicely. Oh yeah, this game is and very frustrating. Really, really, really well designed. Yeah. Um, Did you know about the? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was go just going to say I was just going to make another comparison about uh, comparing this game to Swamp Thing. Comparing this game to Swamp Thing is like putting my dog, who's about eleven pounds, in an arm wrestling contest with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I'll stop doing that immediately. It's just, uh, well, you know, it's fresh on my mind. I got you. Yeah. Uh, did you know? Did you know about the mid-air sword? Sword. Sword. <laughs> <laughs> the power of the sword. Um, mid-air sword get, glitch. Uh, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know about this. I was just reading last night, and I found this. It says normally I'm just going to read it. Normally, you can only slash once or twice slowly with your sword during a jump. With this glitch, you can rapidly swing your sword multiple times in midair. To perform the glitch, jump in the air, hold down on the D-pad while in the air, then bring your sword... Bring your... I keep saying... <laughs> now I'm just going to keep saying it that way. That's all right. Go ahead. Swing your, <laughs> swing your sword with B. While still in the air, release the down button, then immediately hold the down button once more and attack again. 
you will swing your sword uh, more rapidly than normal. You can repeat the process until you land. With enough practice, you can uh, swing your sword up to four times in the air. Did you know about this? That sounds super complicated. No, I don't know about that. Well, it does when I read it, but if you just think about it. So you just jump, hold down. So you jump, swing your sword, hold... Wait, no, wait, hold on. Let me start over. Jump. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, exactly. My, my point. I'm not, yeah, I'm just proving your point. Yeah, thank I'm you. trying to argue my point. And by arguing my point, I'm proving your point. So, When I'll playing just, this game, I don't have a whole lot of time to think about uh, crazy button combinations. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to survive. Yeah. It's just about surviving, man. Just yeah. about surviving. So... It's, yeah, uh, you know the cool thing about this game, though, is talking about surviving and crazy button combinations. Is the controls are just spot on. I mean, mm-hmm. every time you hit a button, it does exactly what you want it to do. There's really rarely any stutter in the game. That's maybe sometimes when there's just a ton of enemies, but even when there's just a ton of enemies, this game rarely slows down or stutters or anything. Right. Part of it may be because the sprites are so small. Like, all the characters are really small on the screen. So that may help. Yeah, but... yeah I agree. And almost... Tecmo may be one of my favorite game designers. Just throwing it out. Especially for the, <clears throat> for the NES. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah. I think they're awesome. I think... Uh... They're kind of underrated too. They don't get brought up when you people say right. Konami and Capcom. Konami, Nintendo. yeah, Konami. Yeah. Uh, really uh, rarely gets brought up, but I mean, they did a. I mean, you take sports games, you mix, you put sports games in the mix, and then mm-hmm. they beat everybody else yeah. at sports games, pretty much. The sports games were from. Well, I guess that's what they always get thought of as as the sports games, but they got a lot of other good games. Um, <clears throat> And this one not being any exception. So, I, I compare. I like to compare Ninja Gaiden to Tecmo Bowl quite a bit too, though. Yeah, because, because of the football players. Yeah, well, because of the football players for one, and mm-hmm. the cut scenes. The cut scenes remind me of Tecmo Bowl. Like when you score a touchdown, you get a little cut scene. Right. Um, some of the sounds in the game actually kind of sounded like Tecmo Bowl. I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. why, but for some reason, to me, there's some of the little bleeps and bloops kind of reminded me of Tecmo Bowl. Yeah, like they reused a couple of noises from Tecmo Bowl, or vice versa. I don't know which game came first. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna while you're talking, I'm gonna look up and see these composers and see if they did the same games. I want to check. That's a good idea. I should have. I know I'm slacking on the history. That should have been something I already looked up. Yeah. Well, you know, swords and. <laughs> and Messed up history. That's fine. Swords. <laughs> Swords. Uh, I, just keep, and, uh... I just keep giving people reasons to make fun of me. It's <laughs> okay. I did like, something. Originally, it was uh, originally it was how I pronounced all the uh, Japanese names, which I think I'm doing much better on. You are. You are. And then I keep making mistakes about calling uh, uh, Samus other names and. So yes, while I've killed time talking about how dumb I am, um, it is the same composer for Tech Mobile. So it makes sense uh, that it sounds similar then. Kiji Yamagishi. Yamagishi. Yeah. That's your that's your techno composer there. Sweet. 
pretty good too. I like the music in this game. It's really it's mm -hmm. really rocking. Yeah. Really gets the blood yeah. pumping. Yeah, not as rocking as the episode that we were supposed to do a while back. We just kind of let, let the fall by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's. I like. I think it was Dude Hickman that was like. Are you guys still doing a Silver Surfer episode? It's like, no. <laughs> Dude Jay asked the same thing. He said, uh, you, Does Silver Surfer still happen? Is there going to be, actually, what he said is, is there going to be an episode this week? Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, without the, you know, without the Silver Surfer episode, nobody really knew that Swamp Thing was coming, which is, it's still coming, I promise. I think yeah. it's today. Maybe today. Yeah. But, so nobody really knew Swamp Thing was coming, and it was just, it's a holidays, you know? It's hard yeah, to schedule with people. That's what we get. Maybe that's why we're doing this one alone. Yeah. And probably the rest of the year, minus maybe one episode, will be just Justin and I. Yeah. Because it's just too hard to schedule people around the holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not everybody's just like us and just can record at any time. Yeah, well, most people don't like to record at the butt cracking on like we do. Yeah, that's true. Okay, back to Ninja Gaiden. Gaiden. Back to Ninja Gaiden. Gaiden. Okay. <laughs> so, what was your favorite level? Or how, even you said you made it to six? I made it all the way to the boss, actually. I couldn't beat oh. the second form of the boss. Okay. Let's. Uh, well, we can run through. I'd like to run through. Uh, let's run through the story since it's so good. Just real quick. Okay. So basically what happens is... At the beginning of the game, you get two little, two ninjas. They're fighting. I almost called them two mm -hmm. little ninjas. That's a different game. Yeah. Uh, there's two ninjas. They're fighting. And mm -hmm. one of them looks like he's dying. Or he looks like he dies, right? Of course, right. we find out later in the game he doesn't actually die. But it's Ryu's father. And Ryu's father gives him a letter. Says, you got to go to America. Stat. <laughs> Ryu. you got to get over there. So Ryu right. goes to America. In the first level, you're in the American streets. You're running across stop signs, or not stop signs, but like neon signs, bouncing off neon signs, and uh, all this crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. And you get to, at the end of the level, you get into a bar fight with some big dude. A biker. Yeah, he's like a biker dude with cleavers or something. I'm not sure. He's a he's a biker meat man. He's a biker meat man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cleavers? Beaver cleaver. Okay. Yeah, just yeah, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so after you fight the biker man, then uh you go to I'm really not sure what it is. It's um I don't know, maybe the game will tell us. Well, let's see. Act 2, The Escape. It's called The Outpost. You're going to The Outpost. Okay. Yeah. And then what to is Death an Valley and to Emura's Altar. Whatever all that stuff is. Yeah. I'm not really sure why you're making an escape. Uh, it's probably part of the story that I don't remember. Yeah. It got to the point where I started skipping the cutscenes after I watched them once because I was just trying to keep on plugging you know right you got things to do people to see people to save dragon uh, swords to he meets to... he meets okay he meets this guy named walter mm -hmm. after he after the bar fight dr walter smith 
Yes, the archaeologist. <laughs> yeah. And he gets, uh, he gets a demon statue or something. He shows him the mm-hmm. demon statue that he already has. I guess his dad gave him a demon statue. Mm-hmm. And Walter's explaining stuff to him and trying to, but then he dies. Mm-hmm. No, wait, Walter, he meets Walter after level two. Right, it's oh, act crap. We can't three do this. He... We can't do this story. I get confused. It's act three. Ryu meets Dr. Walker Smith. Uh, he learns about his father a little bit. And In a Dr. cabin. Right. And Dr. Smith or Dr. Walker or whatever gives him the demon statue. Um, the other one. Because Ryu already has one. Yeah. Uh, and then a ninja jumps in and steals the demon statue. Right? And, yeah. And so Ryu goes off, runs off after him. Right. And then so this is... Back, hence the name The Chase for Act 3. Right. After Act 3, when he comes back to the cabin, then Walter's dead. Yeah. Only point, yeah. So... When does he meet the uh, chick? I remember meeting the girl at some point. He's not dead yet, is he? Is he Walter? dead when he gets there? No, yeah. Walter's pretty dead, yeah. Or he's okay. dying. He's in the process yeah, of dying. Yeah, he's dying. He's dying. Um, because he tells him about the light statue yeah. being stolen. Right, right. And then he dies. And then after he dies, the CIA comes and grabs you, right? Mm-hmm, right. Yeah. yeah. And then they tell you that they tell you all about the story of... Jackio or whatever and how he's <laughs> trying to use the statues to revive some demon or something. Right. So then Ryu's mission turns into I'm going to go defeat Jackio. Right. And Ryu's father may or may not be dead. Right. Because at some point you encounter Bloody Mouth <laughs> which I think is funny. <laughs> Bloody uh-huh, Mouth. Uh-huh. Spelled yeah. M-A-L-T-H not M-O-U-T-H. Uh-huh. Bloody Mouth. Bloody Mouth says, your father may not be dead. Just wait. Mm-hmm. Then you get to right. the end of the game, and uh, Jackio has, has your father under possession of a demon or something. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know. You know, he shows up. And, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Why? I love His the dad fact sacrifices that... himself, too. Right. Yeah. He hurry carries. Well, no. I don't think that's considered Harry Carey. No. no, no, he sacrifices himself to save Ryu. <laughs> is what right. he does. Right. Um, right. What's up with the name Ken? Like, here's Ryu. You got all these other uh, Asian names, you can say. And then you got Ken. What do you think about that? Uh, I think Ken must be like a Japanese it must be used in Japan a lot because is it? It's in Street Fighter. Yeah, well, right. that is true. Isn't there a Ryu? There's a Ryu in Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. There is. Um, They're like the two main characters. Right. There you so go. I think, I think Ken and Ryu are are quite often used in Japan for names. Yeah. At least in video games. So, you know, I bragged about how awesome I thought the story was, and then I just totally dropped a bomb trying to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was so awesome that uh, you can't even do it justice. It has right. to be. <clears throat> I shouldn't have even tried, you know? Right. I really, I really shouldn't right. have even tried. Right. I, I may, might I suggest you just people just go play the game because it's, it's good. 
Yeah. And you should just so, or watch a video of the story. It's good. You need to watch it so you can see like the comic book style. Mm -hmm. Action. So did you so you made it to the boss level? I did. Yep. Alright, so which bosses did you fight and did you beat any of them? I beat okay, so the final boss, there's three forms, right? Mm -hmm. Right. The first one is like the samurai guy and then the de I guess it's the demon statue and you have to def you have, the samurai guy's trying to kill you and mm -hmm. you're trying to defeat the demon statue. So you def you mm -hmm. defeat the demon statue part, but then this I don't know if it's Jakio or if it's the um, I can't remember if it's Jakio or if it's part of the demon. It's not the demon because I don't think the demon is the third form of the final boss. So I think it's Jakio. He's floating back and forth across the top, throwing fireballs at you, mm -hmm. and uh, that's where I died because you. Ha I, I I run out of projectiles trying to fight the first form, and then I don't have any projectiles for the second form, and then I really need them because um, yeah, he's floating back and forth. He's hard to hit. Plus, he's throwing these fireballs at you. I don't know. It's really hard. Yeah. But well, I didn't make it to the boss. I've made it to the boss in the past. I didn't make it this week, but I don't. I've never beaten the first boss outside of. Um, and I'm sure somebody like Dude Hickman has has knocked this game out of the water, but uh, not not for me. I can't do it. I've never been able to do it in the past. Are you talking about you, the first boss or the last boss? The first boss. Oh. I can't get past the first boss. Like the um, the biker dude? No, and the final bosses. Oh, okay. Not <laughs> no, not no. <laughs> I'm not that checking. pathetic. Not that pathetic. Um, so the nice thing about this game, though, is you get unlimited continues, so you can keep trying as many times yeah. you want. And then you just absolutely um, frustrated. Yeah, until frustration fully takes its hold and. Mm-hmm. And you have to quit. Right. So. Alright. I don't know. I feel like I have more I should say about this game, but, uh... I don't we know. can talk about the, uh, things that you get along the way. Uh, yeah. Like we can talk about those. Those are cool. one-ups. The time freeze. The time freeze. The yeah. wheel of fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Spiritual strength. So spiritual mm -hmm. strengths come in two forms, red and blue. Right. Red What's the difference worth between red and blue 10. then? Red is worth ten and blue is worth five. Mm, okay, thank you. And the fire shield, of course. So You know, you had asked me what my favorite level it was, by the way, earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would say that it's um level one's obviously the easiest. Mm -hmm. You can just run through that really fast. But I think I like the Act 3, the chase, when you, you run, you're outside the cabin, and mm -hmm. then you go on like this snowy mountaintop, and you fight right. the, the uh, I guess they're gargoyles in a cave. Like that's probably mm -hmm. my favorite. Yeah. I don't know. I like the fact that yeah. this game has a timer, too, because it kind of makes you rush through it. See, I like timers in games. I think there should always be a timer in, in side-scrolling games like this. And especially because this game, so this is this adds another aspect to it that we were talking about earlier, where everything's perfectly timed, or everything, all the enemies are perfectly placed out. It's like, not only do you have to worry about 
this enemy and an enemy that's on top of this enemy, but also the time aspect. So you can't just sit there all day and time yourself. Right. You've got to move. And that, ah. and that right there is the one distinction between this and Castlevania, I think. They control, a lot of the controls are the same. You know, you press up and attack to mm-hmm. throw your special weapons and you you have you have like a, just like a basic attack. Mm-hmm. But this game is probably twice as fast as Castlevania. Right. And they put this timer on you to, it's a pretty fast timer. I mean, you can't, you don't have a whole lot of time at all to, you know, sit, sit around and piddle. So, right. I mean, you're forced to actually run through the game and kind of act like a ninja, you know? That's what I was about to say. It is a ninja. Oh, yeah. It is a ninja. <laughs> Ninjas got to be fast. Speed. Yeah. Hmm. You remember Tangent, by the way? Ninja Tangent. Ninja Tangent, you the, okay. You remember the movie, I guess it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, where, uh, what's the guy's name? He's a pizza guy, a pizza delivery guy. Kino. Kino. All right, Kino is going into the foot as part of Raphael's plan to get him to infiltrate the foot. And one of Kino's tests is to take all the bells off of that uh, mannequin. Uh-huh. And, like, by the time the smoke clears, that, as a child, always used to amaze me. Yeah. How did he it's do like, that? How? Because, you know, Ra- Kino doesn't do it. Raphael runs in and does it real quick and then gets out of there. Right. And then it's like, how in the world is that even possible? And then just so good that they can't even, they don't even make a sound with the bell. It's not possible. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> My childhood self still says it's possible. I'm still amazed okay. by it. So. All right. Yeah, that's a cool part. Yeah. So. Uh, okay, we'll say it's possible. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right, right. so So. I feel like, yeah, I feel like there should be some more that we should talk about this game, but I guess we have been talking about it for a while. Yeah, people probably, Uh, eh, you know, we gotta, we gotta wrap things up sometime. We can probably just keep talking about it, but. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta cut yourself off, you know. Scores and stuff to talk about, so let's move on. Yeah, we do, we do. You wanna do that first, or you wanna go through our trophies? Uh, Let's do trophies. And here come retrofitted trophies. All right. I have just thought of one. So I have one, two, three, four, five. Six. I have six. Oh my god! You That's keep right. trying to show me up. I'm bringing it. I am bringing yeah. it. Yeah. So All right. I'll start. I'll start. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. My first one is called "Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go." Mm-hmm. And that is beat the game in under fifteen minutes. Nah. <laughs> So, an impossible to achieve trophy. No, that's not impossible. Well, impossible for you and I, maybe. I wonder what the speed run is. Time to look at that up. You go ahead with your trophies. Okay, my next trophy is called Who's Your Daddy? And that is release your father from the clutches of uh, possession. Hmm. Should I go with another one? Yeah, I'm looking at this. Well, I can go with one more. Speed run, 11 minutes and 50 seconds. Oh. There you go. So he gets to go ninja, go ninja, go. Yeah. This one I just thought about when we were talking about the game earlier. I'm going to say, oh, a Gaiden. And that's getting getting surrounded by enemies. 
a guide in. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this game makes sense now. Right. Exactly. Oh, All right. Man. Uh, I've, got, I've got another one called uh, I Got This Bad Boy in Garland, Texas. And that is Acquire the Firewheel. Because ah. there's a place called Firewheel in Texas. Garland, Texas. Anyways. That one will only that will only be a hit with our Texas listeners. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine is Ornithologist Be Darned. And that is kill the bird. Kill a bird. Oh man, I should have got a bird one. Oh well. Yeah. Uh, all right, I got another one called "Your Father Would Be Impressed." And to get "Your Father Would Be Impressed," you have to beat the game without taking any damage. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and this one is Tecmo Black Belt, and that is beating the game. So, that's the quadruple black belt. Well, I made this trophy before you. You, yeah, I made this trophy before you talked about the quadruple black belt. So, okay, okay. All right. Uh, Okay. Well, I got another one called "The Way of the Monk," and that is to beat the game by only killing the people you absolutely have to kill. You gotta. You have to dodge everybody else. So it's like a pacifist. Yeah. Isn't that how the ninja should be? Right. Yeah. Well, no. Like I don't it. know. I mean, they like they still like to kill people, right? They're assassins. Isn't karate though about sneaking in and out? Not. Uh, uh, I think it's about sneaking in and killing people. And Call Crab Man. Call Crab Man right now. Crab Man. This is his. He needs to be a, a, a ask this question. I'm not going to The way of the ninja. Is it... You're not supposed to kill. No. That's, 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 that's why I said it's the way of the monk. Because I think monks are the ones that are pacifists. Ninjas were bred to be assassins. Only when had to be. Okay. I'm just saying. I don't mean to... Bo- I'm not trying to burst your bubble. <laughs> 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 but anyway, okay. Do you have any more? Is that or is that your six? No, I've got another one. All right, go ahead. I got two more now. Actually, I got two more. My next oh. one is Blade Runner, and that is beat the game without using any power ups. So using only your sword, your sword, your sword, <laughs> your sword. <laughs> These Tennessee hicks. <laughs> using only your sword. Yeah. So that's Blade Runner. And then my last one is Justin Harrell is a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Only Justin can get that one. Yeah. Just, and that has nothing to do with the game. It's just, no, no, it's just the trophy that's over your head all the time. <laughs> the jerk. You, you watch Seinfeld, don't you? Sometimes, yeah. The jerk store called and they're out of view. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. George is trying to think of a good comeback, for, and that was his comeback. The jerk store called, and they said they're out of you. Yeah, <clears throat> nice. I actually like it. <laughs> All right, how about yeah, a I'm rating? rating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jinx. Can't talk about a ninja show. Let's rate the games in game rating. Oh. A ninja? 
A type of ninja? No, a ninja weapon. Oh, ninja weapon. Yeah, yeah. that's good. I like that. Alright. Go I'll first. go first. I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the, the nunchucks because they're very versatile. You can throw them. You can hit people with them, and they're probably my favorite ninja weapon. But you have to be very skilled and very uh, learned, I guess you could say, in using them. You can't just flail around with the nunchucks and expect to do anything with them. Yeah, you I have to, uh, where you're going with that. You have to train really well to be able to use them really well. And just like this game, you have to almost like train to be really good at this game. Hmm, okay, I like it. I'm yeah. going to go with the shuriken because I, I, it's fast and it's swift. You know, like this game. It's a really fast game. And you also have to be very skilled to be able to use them because you got to be able to throw. It's like throwing, you know. You throw them. Mm -hmm. And you get yeah. anything besides the dirt. Then you have to be uh, very skilled. So you yeah. have to be very skilled at this game. But if you are, you can beat it in 11 minutes, apparently. Um, and side story to Shurikens. Speaking of Crab Man, he, ha he used to have some. Oh, yeah? And we used to always go like throw them just for kicks. And uh, he would always be able to stick it into things, you know, like throw it and stick into a tree and stuff. And I would always throw it, and it would just bounce off the tree and land on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Crab Man, is, he is kind of a ninja. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had more experience with them, I guess, than I did. Yeah. Hey, Justin. What's up, man? I don't know about you, but finals, it got me stressed out. <sighs> You're telling me. It's about to kill me. I know, this here. anxiety is just it's too much. Mm-hmm. Wearing me out. Wish I had something to relax me. It's funny you should say that. Uh, I've got just a thing. It's called the Square Breathing App for the Windows Phone. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It, uh, you know, it helps calm your nerves with the square breathing meditation treatment. Sweet. I'm getting calm just thinking about it right now. Yeah, me too. This is so nice. Yeah. Tell you what, if you want it, all you got to do, hop on your Windows phone, go to the Windows store. It's called Square Breathing. It's got a picture of two lungs looking fit. Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. I'm going to do that now. It's pretty sweet. We should do it yeah. right now. Yeah. Let's, let's do it right now. All right. Let's do it. All right. Stand back. Here comes the D-patter feedback. All right. We ready for some uh, D-patter feedback? Sure. Do you have any pulled up? Because I've got some. Uh, I, I'm working on it. You go ahead. i got to start doing this before we do the show, start the show. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. All right. Um, well, then... Uh, Russell Lyman says, Oh man, love this game. It's definitely a staple for the NES system. The music is standout. The gameplay and mechanics are awesome. It was one of the first games to have cutscenes. I love the anime style it had. I still yet to, I have still yet to beat it to this day, but hopefully one day I can. And he also put up a sweet picture of a uh, Ninja Gaiden, Gaiden book. It's like a Scholastic Book Fair pickup. Oh, sweet. So, Scholastic Book sweet. Fair. Yeah. 
And then Douglas Delecki Jr., a.k.a. This Guy's Retro Games Roundup, which is, a, I think it's a blog that you can go read. Uh, he says, this game is so difficult. I had a cousin that could beat it. One time, he told me if I could use the Advantage uh, Nintendo controller, the NES Advantage controller, and get to stage 4-1 without dying, he would show me the end. I did it, and then he didn't pay up. <laughs> and then he, he's, calling, he's calling him out here. He says, Anissa, your husband owes me a run-through Ninja Gaiden so I can see the ending. Mm-hmm. So, Anissa, if you're listening... Doug here says that uh, your husband, aka his cousin, owes yeah. owes that ending. So yeah, you guys may have to break out the NES and, and show uh, show Mister Delecky the ending of this game. Right. Uh, and then Mike Penza says one of my all time faves, which this has been a lot of people's one of their all time faves. Yeah. Do, you have, do you have any that you would like to share? Um. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, my yeah. No, no excuses. Just, it's cool. My computer is just not cooperating with me. Okay, right. that's fine. It's fine. I've got I've got more. I can keep going. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Chris Shavarik says one of the best games ever made by far. Very excited to hear this one. So he's excited to hear our episode like that. Sweet. Uh, Saul Rios. Says it's crazy that I turn this play this game on every time I want to relax. I've gotten really good at every level. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure I'm gonna relax to this game. Mm, yeah, me either. <laughs> okay. Uh, Philip Vaughn says, Philip Vaughn says, "Woot." Whoop. What about what about your computer? It's just it's not. I can't pull anything up right now for okay. some reason. Well, just sit tight. Because okay. I don't want it to like drop the call here or anything. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Eric Espring says, or Esping says, one of my favorites. I usually do a run and on it until I die, and then I move on. It's very difficult, but the graphics were great during its heyday, and the music was also superb. One of the mm-hmm. first games I played that had cinematic cutscenes. Its sequels were harder, and this is the Ninja Gaiden to which I kept returning. Good luck beating it, he says. Yeah. So yeah, we didn't really touch on the graphics, but I thought they were, I thought they were good. The, awesome. the levels were awesome, and the animations for the characters were very smooth. Yeah. So. I also like the box art. Box art is very intense. Yeah, yeah. The box art is sweet. Um, so. Josh Payton, aka ah. Neighbor Kid. <laughs> <laughs> says, playing this game is so fun. It makes you just want to keep running through the levels as fast as you can to be like a real ninja. I don't know what does this, but it's probably the music. P.S. If you try to keep running through all the levels without having them memorized first, you will die again and again. I know this firsthand. Hmm. Man, we got a lot of feedback. I'm going to to plow through a couple more. If I forget people, then I I apologize. Uh, Aaron Hickman says... Arg, I hate bats. They will be the death of me. Uh, <sighs> Greg Polender says, A classic game. Cannot say enough good things about it. So proud to have beaten this. And I can still crush this bad boy. Ooh. He, This Greg guy here, he's actually starting a SNES podcast. 
Sweet. Very soon, I hear. Or actually, it may already be out. I think it's called, I think it's just called the SNES Podcast. <clears throat> so that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So go check his show out if you if you mm-hmm. care to check it out. Go listen to how much better the SNES is than the Sega Genesis. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I won't prov- I won't tell you what if there's any shows out there that uh, talk about the Sega Genesis because yeah, there's no reason. I mean, I think there's one, but it's not. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, I hear there's it's something like called Genesis, Genesis Gymnasium or something. It's the Genesis yeah. Gymnasium. No, I don't know. Genesis Gimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Genesis, Genesis guys, guys, right? Yeah, guys. two dudes in a Genesis. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, speaking of Gime, you remember the episode of uh, Simpsons where Homer walks up and is like, "Oh, what's a Gime? <laughs> the Gym, G-Y-M. <laughs> he's like. A guy? What's a guy? He walks in and sees it's a gym. He's like, oh, a guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as, as part of the feedback, we also um, did a little high score challenge this week. Mm-hmm. Justin, I'm going to ask you. You said you didn't play much this week. Yeah. But uh, what was your score? 31,000. And that's just because I didn't get to play very much. That's right. Uh, it means you probably at least beat the first level. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. So. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't get to play that much this week. But uh, this is one of my favorites. And I'm sure I've done better than that in the past. But uh, that's all I got for this week. Okay. Well, uh, let's see. Eric Espring had a pretty good score, 73,000. I'm starting, mm-hmm. starting kind of low and going kind of high. No mm-hmm. offense, no offense to anybody I've mentioned low, but you beat Justin, so. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kyle Murphy, he had a score somewhere. I think his score was something like, um, well, he started with 39,500. I don't know if he ever got better than that. So it looks like thirty nine thousand five hundred for Kyle. So there you go mm-hmm. on that one. And then Philip Vaughn had to thirty five thousand. So you and Philip and Kyle may need to practice. We're down here. Bit. We're down here at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, bottom of the barrel. Yeah. I am. See, then in the middle of the road here, you get uh, you get people like Nick Stevens and I. Mm-hmm. Nick Stevens had a score of around, let's see, his was around 105,500, something like that. Pretty good, pretty good. Mm-hmm. My best was 112,900. That's the best I could do. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I did pretty good. Until, oh, yeah. or I thought I was doing pretty good, until I saw everybody else's scores. The <laughs> next three scores are not, not too shabby. Aaron Hickman got 184,000. Yeah. Bud Waite. Here comes the bombs. The two amazing scores. Uh, 8-Bit Baz over on Twitter sent us a score. You ready Mm. for this? 301,000. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. But, and up until like last night, he was the winner so far. Uh Uh-huh. But last night... Sleeper victory from Instagram. Vintage Game Vikings with a score of 307,000. Wow. Yeah. 
Congratulations. He beat the game, not a single death. Wow. Which I think Baz also... No, Baz actually lost a life during his process. Mm. But the the guy the guy from Instagram, Vintage Video Game Viking, he actually beat the game, no deaths. 307,000. Congratulations. He was also, according to his picture, he was also playing in a in a top loader which is cheating because that means you didn't accidentally get your game reset probably <laughs> like like i did <laughs> uh. and also in his picture he's got uh looks like a ninja ninja gaiden toy climbing his tv and a ninja gaiden painting in the background so i think this guy kind of likes ninja gaiden just a little yeah yeah that would explain the high score <laughs> but yeah so that's pretty that was pretty fun the high score challenge i we got demolished yeah. by these 300,000 scores, but what are you going to do? People love this game. Uh, people, yeah, almost like eight times what I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, mm. we, we also got a text. We just got a text. From just now? Guy. Yeah. Well, just now according to my phone. Oh. Uh, it says it's from 586 area code. Okay. We're going to hunt you down until you tell us who you are. We're going to come to this area code, and we're going to knock on every door. Because mm-hmm. we just mm-hmm. want, just just one name. You can even, it can even be a nickname. It could be a fake name. You could just tell us your name is Jim, Fred, Billy, Bob. I don't care. Yeah. I just want a name associated with this number. All right, mm-hmm. Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden is a very good game, but like so many other NES series, the first game in the series is innovative and original, and then they perfect the game for the sequels. Still love the opening cutscene in the original though. So he said nice. it's a good game, but the sequels are better. Which we can talk about that when we get to the sequels. I don't know. I may argue. Yeah. I may argue that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leave this. All right. What we got left? I think that's uh, about. It. That's pretty much it. We got some new honorary dudes. Sweet. That's what I was like. Yeah. You thought that was coming, didn't you? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now so... let me preface this real quick by saying. Um, there's a potential that uh, we're re- we're just saying this over again on on some of these honorary dudes, or at least one of them, maybe two. Of them, I don't know. I don't. I did. I haven't been writing these down like I should. So if I repeat, if I just gave you the, an honorary dude title all over again, mm-hmm. then, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. So first new honorary dude is Derek Retro Podcast, or not podcast, but website. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Do I need to make that announcement again? I lost you. I haven't lost you. Hello. Hey. Can you not see me or anything? I can't hear you. Hello, hello. Did you mute yourself? Can you hear me? I can, can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what happened here. Let's see. My sound is not... Can you hear oh, me now? I can hear you now. Okay. Okay. Sorry. What that was going to be editing on that one. Yeah. Sorry about that. Don't forget to edit that. Yeah. All right. Say, say the name again. I, I, okay. well, I, didn't, I That's when I cut out. Okay. So the first new honorary dude mm-hmm. is Derek from Underrated Retro. Yay! 
This guy does sweet videos for us every week. He does the, if, if you'll notice, we always post a video saying, hey, here's a video from Underrated Retro so that people can get a, a glimpse of the game. So that's, thanks to Derek for that. So he's a new honoree. Dude Derek. Next we have Clayton South. Uh, yeah. For setting up this sweet uh, game on our Facebook group. Name that game. Uh, it's just to name that game. He posts a picture of an, he posts a screenshot of an NES game and you guess the game. And also today he announced that he may be giving away prizes eventually. Ooh. He makes, he does arts and crafts. Makes NES characters out of I don't know what they're, beads or something? Yeah, I saw that. That, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So he may actually be uh, giving out prizes eventually. So you need to, people, you need to come to the Facebook group and have, mm-hmm. have a good time there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Clayton, dude Clayton, we appreciate all your hard work on our, keeping our Facebook group alive. Mm-hmm. Then we also have dude Tim from Comic Nerd Unite. Yeah. They did a little crossover with this last episode. And he wondered yeah. where his dude chip was because he has been posting all over the place trying to get dude chip, and we haven't given it to him yet. So, yeah, Tim, congratulations, now. Tim. It was now a lot of fun being on your show. It was fun being on your show. Yeah. And then finally, I think uh, 8-Bit Baz deserves a dude chip if he doesn't already have one because he, uh, he's big on the Twitter, helps us out on the Twitter, comments, yeah. retweets, favorites. And he just blew us away at uh, Ninja Gaiden, so right. I think it's about time he got to be an honorary dude. Yeah. Again, that is if he's not already, because for some reason I feel like I've already given him an honorary dude ship, so. I don't think so. Anyway, so there's our new honorary four, dude. Four new ones. Four big spanking new ones. Yeah. <laughs> that was very anticlimactic. <laughs> My blur. Yeah. Okay. How about this one? You want to wrap us up? All right. Well, you can always find us on every social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, thinking about doing a Snapchat. I don't know if our listeners do a Snapchat, but it's something that I like to use that Mike usually gets annoyed when I send him one. That's all you if you want to do that. I don't have <laughs> no idea how to even so I'm thinking about doing a dude's uh, Snapchat. Like huh? You set up like a group in Snapchat? You just send the snap to out the whole, everybody in the group or something? Yeah, everybody follows. It's just like if you follow two dudes and then I'll put up a, you know, a Snapchat. So, huh. anyway, thinking about that, I'd be expanding to that pretty soon. Um, if anybody be interested, let us know. Um, and also, if anybody uses Snapchat, I don't know. But anyway, uh, you can always find us on our website, nesdudes.com, two dudes in a nest.com. And what was the third one, Mike? Nintendo. I think it's Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo. And I'll turn it over to Mike to give you our phone number. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I always forget. Uh, that number with which you can call us and leave us sweet, sweet voicemails or sweet, sweet texts, but we prefer voicemails, just so. Is 775- 773-8761. That number again is 
Or it's also 7757-RETRO-1. If you know how to spell retro, that may be easier to remember. 7757-RETRO-1. Now, we also, not too long ago, posted a picture and said, Hey, program us in your phone. Here's a picture of Jess and I all hugged up together, looking mm-hmm. all cute, that you can put mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. I may post another picture for you. I'll find another one. Yeah. Jess and I have we have pictures all over the place. So yeah. we'll find one and we'll say, put this in your phone. Or you can just use our logo. Anything. I mean if you program if you program us in your phone, maybe you actually call us sometime. Yeah. Oh, speaking of calling us before we wrap up, we want Christmas memories. It'll be a couple of weeks before we record a Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, when we do, we need some phone calls. Tell us about Christmas. games you got for Christmas or games that are about Christmas. I don't know. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you call us, we'll play it. If you don't call us, we may have to figure out a different type of show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Here comes some music for next week's game. Goodbye, everybody. Later. Dear Nintendo Dorks, we, Nick and Rob, the perfect retro gaming podcasters, and the only ones worth listening to, want to take you on. To settle things once and for all with a little tournament. Yeah. Meet us at NES Central Park next Sunday, and you guys better be ready, because we're bringing our A-game. So either show up, or you can take off. Sincerely, Genesis Gems. Uh, P.S. Seriously, show up. Don't yeah. literally take off. Well, you know, you know, you know what we meant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we figured that you know, we should probably clarify since you guys apparently don't know the English language. Ness. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I give up. All right. So pause for a minute, and I'll say, "Hey, Justin." All right. Does that count in the pause?